Time to get back to sports school with the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5. We've made listening and watching your favorite sports radio station even easier. We're officially streaming on the ESPN YouTube channel every day. Now you can easily listen and watch anywhere and everywhere. If you listen every day and like us, click our YouTube subscribe button. It makes a big difference for us. It matters. Let us know you're listening. So remember, viewers, smash that like button and subscribe if you've not already done so. We can't read promos for the Twitch because they don't have any money there to uh, have us read anything about them because they don't have jobs. Uh, 713-780-ESPN. So Kansas City has a good amount of free agents. San Francisco has some free agents. Which free agents in the Super Bowl yesterday would you like to see in a Houston Texans uniform? Is Ayuk free? I don't think so. No. Because I heard somebody talking about him, and I didn't think he was either. I think either. he's got a year left. Jennings is free for sure. I it might have been me. I, I, the other day, I, on, I think on the bullpen, I said I want them to trade He's got for a year Ayuk. left. I think that's the kind of the thought, is that maybe they make him attainable because he has a year left instead okay. of paying him, and they do kind of you know, yeah, what you gonna, at the level gonna, of Tyree. But instead two, of letting him leave for free, you trade him before he leaves. You're going to have two 20 million wide There's receivers? Debo and that, well, that's, they uh, don't, well they, they don't have to pay him yet. Because he is under yeah, contract in 24. Yeah, so I was saying the other day, like, I would trade for Ayuk if they made him readily available. Would you rather keep Ayuk or Debo Samuel? That's Debo's a good always question. a little banged up. He's probably going to make more money. He's older. He's also a guy Honestly, that's going to deteriorate physically the older he gets. See, too. I would keep. A, I would make Ayuk my priority. I think though. Ayuk is a, a bigger priority for sure. I, I don't think he's as good as Debo right now, but I'm going to get him cheaper. He's yeah. younger, yeah. and if I if he's cheaper. That means I can spend money elsewhere. I would rather trade Debo. That's where I'm at. I would keep Ayuk. That's where I'm at. Would you put Jennings on the uh, on that? So team? he's a restricted free agent. He's on my list. He's a restricted free agent, though. So who Jennings? Is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Jennings is going to be hard for him to not be a Forty er Do you think that really? Bleacher, see, Bleacher Report had him as Jennings is unrestricted. Well, but I had the, heard I had heard conflicting reports. Use Bleacher Report. I'm just reading an article on all their free agents. Yeah. Jawan Jennings, Spotrac, restricted free agent. I, just, I wonder, like, it, it, this is where, like, the IU thing factors into the conversation, though. Like, if someone pays Jennings a, a solid contract, he's not going to demand a massive contract, even though he would have been Super Bowl MVP probably if they won the game. Like, he, he'll he be affordable, I think, to them, because I don't think he's going to get overpaid here, for example. But, like, how can you, if you want to keep IU, you can't keep Jennings as well. You can't for a year. For a year, yes. You can't. If you, you might have to be making the decision between Jennings and Ayuk now. Now you could no, you could punt this. You could punt this because you could keep all three and then make the decision after next season to yeah, move on true. from Debo and then pay Ayuk. Uh, Ayuk. So th- it is in play. Like you, I, in fact, I think they go that route. I really do. I don't think that they're going to keep Debo Samuel on that big contract. And he's always banged up, and he's going to be approaching thirty. Like it, to me, it makes sense to move on from Debo after next season and then spend that money on Ayuk. And then Juwan Jennings didn't have a great year like he was very very quiet didn't play a whole I, I like his game when they throw to him he's physical he's got good hands he gets yards after contact I, I think I think he's very un, unsung in terms of what he could bring to a team so our, our restricted free agents which Jennings is are free to negotiate and sign with any team but their original team can offer them one of various qualifying offers that come with the right or first refusable uh, or first refusal and or draft pick compensation if the tender is withdrawn by a team the RFA becomes an unrestricted free agent you can give a first round tender um, you can do a second round tender, blah, 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 blah. All of this has some sort of money associated with it. They can match, blah, 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 blah. I think Jennings is a 49er. 
I yeah, think he stays I in San Fran. I mean, and they know what they have. They know he's got more ability if he's given more opportunity, too. So I could see that. Um, Although I would love him with the Texans. Like, if you want to entertain the name, like, that's a guy. He can play the slot. He's mm-hmm. big. Uh, he's a good blocker, which if you want to improve in the running game, like, hey, have a block, have a receiver who can also block. Uh, people get this, like, idea that Tang Dell's a slot receiver. I think he's capable. He played more outside in boundary receiver than he did slot this past But if year. you don't have a true wide receiver one and you add another guy that has the ability to play multiple positions for you that can play them well, I think he would be a good fit with the two guys they already had. I do, too. Like, I, I, I would be intrigued with him in Houston, but because he's a restricted free agent, I feel like it, the odds are long. Um, Nico and Tank are my 1A, 1B going into next year. I, I'm not upgrading sure. a receiver. Those are my top two receivers next year. That's my plan. That's one. what I'm doing. Yeah, and if he's better, great. No, but I'm not saying that they to surpass where they sit in the hierarchy. Sure. But that could be your third receiver. Exactly. Like, I have no, like, I want them to acquire a third receiver. How they do it, I don't care a whole lot. In fact, I wouldn't mind if the Texans go the draft route, third, fourth round receiver, but then also sign, like, a veteran who's kind of, like, we mentioned the name um, Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel the other day. Samuel or Samuels. I don't know if it's plural or singular. But we mentioned him the other day. Like, you can get him on a pretty good deal. He's got really good potential. He's never played with a good quarterback. But then you double down on it by also drafting a receiver in the third or fourth round. Complete the room. One of them steps up, becomes your number three receiver. And injuries always matter, too. So, like, that's the that's the route I'm going with receiver. And those two guys turn out to be your Robert Woods and your Noah Brown of a year yeah. ago. And, look, and- I'm kicking the tires on Jennings. And if Jennings is that guy and Sam Fran's, like, not Willing to match? Cool. I'm kicking the tires on it. Yeah. It, it, the other thing is, we, you just don't know if Mechie's got anything extra left in the tank to get back to where he was. But at least he's in the building. He knows the system, and he can be a guy that can fill in for you, like you said, as your fifth guy. Yeah. The problem going two receivers there? No, because you can. They're going to carry six mm-hmm. now. If you draft a receiver and then you sign a free agent receiver, you're cutting Robert Woods, which I'm not losing sleep yeah, over that. I'm, it saves you five million dollars. To me, I was already there. That's why I was talking about you know you, those two guys go and you can upgrade both guys. I think it's a good receiver room, right? You got Nico Tank one A one B. You got your your free agent, whether it's like a Jennings route, whether it's a Samuel route. Uh, then you're drafting a guy. That you're putting it, that's your fourth receiver, and then you have Hunt, Hutchinson, and then you have Mechie that are competing with that draft pick to be your fourth receiver. I like that wide receiver room. Any objection to that wide receiver room? No, I think it's good. No, it's perfect. There we go. There we go. Figured it out for Nick Castillo. Hope that he's listening. Um, the guys that I, I, a lot of people are saying Chris Jones. He's too expensive. He's too expensive. He's getting a little older. I feel like Chris Jones only plays football when Chris Jones wants to. Mm-hmm. I, I get that vibe. Like, yeah, and look what he did at the start of the year, too, when he was the holdout and everything, but he was sitting in the suite. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, Jadamian like Clowney would sometimes call his shots. He's like, yeah, I'm going to play good this week. And then he would play good. And it's like, that's awesome that he does that, but it's also frustrating that he doesn't do that each and every week. I get some, like, Jones better than, than Clowney. But I get those vibes his, from Chris Jones. I, I feel like he's going to get fat and happy. I'm not. I, I I really don't want Chris Jones. His push was impressive when he turned it on last night. When he when he wanted to get back in the backfield and wreak havoc, he can be dominant. But he just doesn't do it like he does it when right. he wants to. He does it when it wants to, and it drives me crazy because it's like do it all the time, and you would be a top three defensive tackle in football. Um, I'm a big fan of Willie Gay. I've always been a big fan of Willie Gay. I think Willie Gay would be great with the Houston Texans, so I would entertain the idea of being Willie Gay of having Willie Gay, and then Lajarius Sneed. Legarius Sneed, on my list. that's my top one. If we're talking about pending free agents of these two teams, I want Legarius Sneed. Yeah, a little bit of a brain fart with the penalty, but he's so good. And what, his first touchdown he gave up all year was in the playoffs against Buffalo? Uh, that's, I don't know. I think that's right. He, he didn't give up a touchdown receiving all year until the playoffs against Buffalo. He's really good. I'm a fan. But he's going to be expensive. Yeah, I'm wondering what his, uh, let's look at Spotrack. What about quick. Tranquil? 
Mm. Is Tranquil like an upgrade from Cashman? Eh, I don't know. I don't they, know use, they use him in a lot of different ways, but he seems to be super athletic. He's tough. I like his game. He might. He's probably better, but is he going to cost more? Yeah, I don't know if he's going to cost more or not. But I think if Cashman walks, Tranquil was the guy that I I would I, I would think would be a good fit on a D'Amico defense. Joe, do you have a favorite? Yeah, Javon Kinlaw. He, he'd be at the top he's of my kind list. Of been busty though. I know, but like I think like where you're at market wise, like I love Lajarius Sneed. Like to me, if you're going to go, so Spotrac has him at sixteen point three million a year. A year. That's more than Grenard. So exactly. So like, if you're gonna go big, like one big ticket item, that's high to me. Sneed or Jalen Johnson from the Bears would be like my top two options for the Texans this offseason. But for this conversation, I think a guy like Kinlaw, they're saying four point five million dollars. Like that's the ballpark that I'm looking at. He's like, been a disappointment. I know, but I still think he's would be a good fit here. And if and if he comes here, it means D'Amico believes in him. Which okay. like kind of means something to me. I'm going to nitpick what you said. The last okay. part I agree with. Like if D'Amico's like like if he's endorsing Kinlaw, it's like well he sees something and I trust him because he spent some time with with Kinlaw. Right. Right. But why would he be a fit here and not San Francisco? Well, they they're cap strapped. Like they're like they have but, some money, but he's but stunk. Like, but he's not been good. He's been a bust. So why would he? Bust. Isn't isn't he's Sheldon Rankins better than him? I don't know. Maybe, he's, but he's free too. So like, but I, but this I'm would saying, be but, more of a this would be more of a value uh, play. And, and but like I'm going from a D'Amico standpoint. Are we trying to do what you said you wanted to do, which is upgrade the defensive line? If he's not better than Rankins, then I bring back Rankins. See, I think Kinlaw is more talented. He just hadn't lived up to it. He's had the Rankins is far more productive, which is kind of the point that I'm I'm nit, nitpicking here on Joe. Like, why would why would the Texans be a fit when he's played in the the style and the scheme that D'Amico built? And, well, he didn't build it; he continued it in San Francisco, but he wouldn't be a fit in San Francisco. No, that's a good point. Like, I, I definitely understand it, but I think most of the guys you want in this situation are either restricted or they're big-ticket items. Yeah. So, like, that to me is where Kinlaw kind of fits the mold of, like, he's going to be more affordable. He's a good player. You're right. He has not lived up to the potential at all, but I think he still would be a good player here. I mean, because even, like, do you guys really think the Grenard pro- projection is correct? On Spotrack? Yeah. No. 13 and a half is way too light. But is, I, is Chase Young thirteen million correct on that too? I think that's probably fair. I don't know how high his value is. Because I, I think he's overrated. Honestly. I would say like, I'm a little intrigued I, by I Chase Young at thirteen million. <sighs> he had a good start to the game yesterday, but overall he's been a huge disappointment. I'm learning some things about Joe. I'm learning some things about Joe like in the last names. couple minutes. You like guys who drafted high and have never lived up to the production of being drafted high. I mean, Chase Young is a good player. You're a lot like Daryl Morey in that way. No, I like. I, I Where's Reese Gaines up Darryl to? Daryl Morey was enamored with lottery picks, even if they didn't pan out, because at some point, at any time, they could. So I, I don't I think that Chase Young's people. ever been good. Like Chase Young had a good rookie year, mm-hmm. really good rookie year. He had seven and a half sacks. He had seven and a half sacks. You know what his career high is in a year? Seven and a half sacks. That's not that. It's bust. I know. But just because someone's a bust doesn't mean they're not a good player elsewhere. On but I'm going to pay $13 well, million dollars to a guy who has a career high of seven and a half sacks? I know. You might as well keep Grenard at that point. <sighs> I don't like that. I think Chase Young had a solid rookie year, made the playoffs, yay. He really didn't have a great rookie year. Seven and a half sacks is good. It's really good for a rookie. It's not great. Seven and a half sacks is not a great year. I mean, and then, and then mar- we he's lived off of that rookie season, which wasn't great. It was really good for a rookie. wasn't great. I mean, the market and he's never had a year was, better than that. And the market told you what it was at the deadline. And he's hurt. Year. He's his, always hurt. His teammate got traded for more than him. Yeah, I'm not a Chase Young fan. You keeping his teammate? They already paid him. So he's locked up. Montez Sweat? Sweat. He got $20 million a year. Okay. 
So that's, well, why I, that's why I think Grenard's that 13 and a half for him is a joke. 13 and a half is way I, too I light, but does Grenard get over 20? No, I think he I think he falls I think it's like 17. I mean, Legarius Sneed would be awesome. Like, I just can't imagine spending yeah. that much on a I think, quarterback. I think you're right. I think you're right. I do like what you're. I, I like where your mind's at on that. This guy says Justin Matabuki. He was. He's not a chief or a niner. Although he'd be awesome here. Uh, that'd be great. Two five six eight. Why upgrade Cashman? Upgrade Perryman, please. Good call. I like Cashman's game here. I think he fits, but I think if he's chasing the money, he's probably going to get a better offer somewhere else. Nine seven nine eight. Kinlaw was promising, then got hurt. Still young. Um, Look, I'm okay with Ken Law, but he wouldn't. Be, I'm not penciling him in as my starting defensive tackle. Like, if you're bringing in Ken Law, he needs to be your project backup defensive tackle that has upside, and if he plays well, then he's still in the job. I'm not bringing him in and penciling him in as one of my starters at defensive tackle because that's not the upgrade that's in the trenches that Demico right, Ryan's talking right. about. Now, if, he was, if he's your third defensive tackle, your backup defensive tackle, okay, you can talk me into that high potential guy that has a chance, but I don't want him to be the starting uh, defensive tackle. That's part of the offseason plans. I'd be disappointed with that. I would be kind of pooed out well draft ones. We did kind of poo all the free agents. We like Jennings, but it's going to be hard to get him. So is Sam Darnold an upgrade over Davis Mills? Shut your mouth. <laughs> what? Shut your mouth. Davis well, Mills I'm, is cheap and under contract. I know. I'm just saying. We picked apart everyone else. Ocho says, Tyler, can you pull? That's what we do on this show. A lot of people call us negative, and they can just listen to the last 15 minutes. Ocho, Tyler, can you pull a Auk and Auk touchdown call from the Niners radio announcers? Ocho just called you Tyler. Tyler? Yeah. Wow, blast Ocho, from the past. The answer to that is no, no. <laughs> he just called you Tyler. Now, he did correct it and say, my bad, Joe. Uh, he did that like a minute after that, but he, he called you Tyler. That's a pull, man. Like, there's no producers that are currently here and have no. not been here for a year? Yeah, Tyler Scott oh my God. Been Tyler here Scott's like been here for like two and a half, 18 three. months, three years? Yeah. Two years? At minimum two. He's calling. We haven't had a Tyler in two years. And Ocho just called Ty- Joe about, Tyler. What about a guy I, men- I mentioned earlier? Would you take a $2 million, $3 million flyer on Clyde Edwards-Alaire? Yes, I would. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think like, he's still got a lot left him, in the tank. Him and Singletary in the backfield, I'm intrigued. I don't hate the or, idea of Jarek McKinnon. Well, McKinnon, man, until he got hurt a couple of years in a row, that dude was blazing fast. He, I, I would just be stunned if they Jared let Jared McKinnon's your number three or your number four? I'd be all right with that. I love McKinnon. He, yeah, he's a free agent, though. I he was in Minnesota first, right? Uh, I don't uh, yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, he was dominant with the Vikings, and then the Niners loved him. <laughs> yeah, he's got he had talent. Yeah, I don't. I would. I would take a flyer on, on Edward Chiller. He actually flashed this year. Whenever he got some chances, they're showing Pat Mahomes on TV right now. He looks so hungover. He's at Disneyland. He, he looks. And he's wearing the same sweatshirt he wore last night at the his, postgame. His eyes are super puffy. He can barely keep them open. <laughs> he should have. He should have gone with his his big old sunglasses that he normally wears. He should have. I got one more. He looks for rough. Who is uh, it? Super Bowl impact player Chris Conley. Dude, oh no! I I got, know, I just, been there, done we just, that. We just, I just had we had to bring impact him up at some player. point. <laughs> he was but he played his player. ass off last night. <laughs> impact he, player. He played his. He played the special teams plays he made. And then he had a, a key catch. I wasn't expecting that from him. I didn't know he was on the roster. I didn't either. I didn't know the whereabouts of a Chris Conley. Uh, 713-780-ESPN. Any of those free agents in that game yesterday, you'd kick the tires on. Dana Brown was on MLB Network and uh, radio. He does a lot of talk, and we know that with Dana Brown. Uh, he commented on Tucker Bregman. He said he's going to make an offer for both of these guys. How seriously are we taking this? And what does a Kyle 
Tucker contract look like? 713-780-3776. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. Hey, right now I'm going to tell you about my good friend Doc Linville and the Neograph procedure because he does a lot of different procedures and things that can help you. He does everything from spa treatments and Botox to plastic surgeries, and he does the Neograft. Neograft is what I know best because I had the procedure done. You might be next in line. And simply put, it's getting your hair back, and it's your own hair. It's not the sprays and the creams and the foams that just mask the problem. It's your own hair where it's never genetically going to go away. The sides in the back, no matter how bald you go in other areas, sides in the back of your head are always going to have hair. He takes some of it, repurposes it, puts it where you need it most, and you start to see the results almost instantly. In six to nine months, you'll see the total results, but the fact that you will see follicles there growing, getting stronger, longer, and you know they're going to be with you for the long haul because he's putting them from a place where they never leave. It is just an unbelievable procedure. I could not be happier with mine. You can see if it's right for you, too, and it costs you absolutely nothing. Just go to 975hair.com. Sign up for an appointment. Go in, ask questions. Get answers and find out if it's right for you. It could, literally, guys, it costs you nothing. You don't have to sign on the dotted line, no commitment, no money out of pocket, just finding out if it interests you enough to do the procedure. And they are there to help you every step of the way. It's fantastic. And it's all by using 975hair.com. Off the street, if you're going to do that same consultation, it's 150 bucks. But because you listen to us, you get that consultation for free, and you see if it's right for you. It was right for me. I can't recommend it. And the other thing, 95 to 99% of those follicles, they're going to move. They stay and they grow. They ain't going anywhere. And because, like I said, they take them from a place where they're never going to leave you, it, it, it's the best guarantee I could have had. I went with it. Couldn't be happier with it. I think you should consider it, too. Go to 975hair.com. Hey, Houston, you're live in the hive with the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. He's Blank, I'm Branham. We are the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. Ocho says, LOL, Joe, I knew the moment I sent that typo that my request would be denied. I said to myself, aw, bad word, that ain't happening. Uh, Twitcher with a really good point here. Cherish, uh, Cherish Cat. He says, could he have been referring to Tyler Milner? Oh. Ocho, Ocho just got busted going back and forth. Mm. That's what it was. Probably. That's absolutely what it was. Ocho's a listener to sports radio. He flips back and forth. That's okay. We, we understand. But just stay here with us for the majority of it. Um, but he's got busted. Ocho just got busted. You know what? Car Wreck of the Day nominee? Ocho. For being busted, calling Joe. Ty- we usually, you know, pick on Joe for the car wreck of the day. No, we got Joe's back today. So far, I'm in the clear. I think. Now just wait. I said, think. It's like the weather in Houston. You don't, you, you like it for a second, or you don't like it for a second. Just wait. Which is a terrible, terrible line, by the way. It really is. The weather in Houston's good. How how many days of the year? Twenty five. Twenty five days. You're talking about because of the humidity and the heat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the summer, you can pretty much block off May. Through early October, as days where I'm not happy with the weather, yeah. of course I'll deal with it. I'm okay with it, but not like where I wake up. And I'm like, oh, today's a gorgeous day. Fall's pretty good here. Okay, so how many days? Like, if it's one, a few of those days can be too cold. A few of those days are going to rain. It rains quite a bit in fall. Forty-five. I think it's a high number. I, I was going to say about forty-five. Really? Yeah. Okay, so I might be think, op- uh, pessimistic here. Most of no- November and December are usually pretty solid. I feel like the extra cold days are January and February. Middle to late December, you can have some haymakers yeah. on the cold side. But I think that like middle October until then, 
you can get some days in the 70s with sunshine and no humidity. Yeah, I mean, like, I've been in Houston for nine years. I probably had more 70-degree and over Christmases. Like, what do we call good weather? Like, gorgeous weather, though. Like, it's gorgeous. You walk out the door, it's gorgeous. 75, and, 75 to 80, sunny. I think 80 is too lo- hot. I don't. I, I think, think, like it, I think it's... 65 to 75. That's what I would say. 65 to 75 with sun. Mm-hmm. With sun. And no, no wind. Can't be windy because it's windy at sixty five. Well, you can have some wind. You just don't want like 25, 20, 25 oh, mile an hour gusts. Anything over like fifteen. Okay. Anything over fifteen. I think there's twenty five days like that on the year. I think there's. I think there's forty five. Okay. All right. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Let's meet in the middle. Break the argument for us. No, 30. that's no fun. We, let's let the listeners decide. What would the middle be? Thirty. Thirty five. Do they teach math in Wisconsin? No. <laughs> they just teach a cheese <laughs> and beer. Uh, the middle between 45, what'd you say? I said 35. Yeah, it'd be 35. I would say so 35 days a year. Is that enough? I don't think it's that much. We have a, we have over a month of good weather in Houston. I don't think so, man. But we don't don't have the snow that we dealt with, which was horrendous. I'd take the heat over the snow every, every day of the week. I would too. I would too. But from the gorgeous weather we just defined, I think Houston has less than 30 days. The summer's so brutal. Yeah. You don't have any gorgeous days. When does that start? That starts like mid April. Uh, more like right around May 1st. I think April. 80s? You're not. Well, you guys said 80. I, I don't mind 80. I think 80 is perfect. That's too hot. Yeah, see, like I'm, I'm good till we hit the, with a nine. Like, I'm not trade. I'm not. I wouldn't I'm rather. I, I wouldn't live anywhere else. Like, Houston's my home. But the weather here ain't great. Like, the reasons we live in Houston ain't because of the weather. We, we don't. We don't. Well, know. if you come from the Midwest, it is because you don't have snow. I don't know. Snow's hellacious. Seven, have you moved to Houston for the weather? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. You moved here for work. Yes, you moved here for work. Joey moved here for work. Yeah. Has it? We, a lot transplants. No, my a lot parents, of transplants in the city. I'll say my parents. I know are that, here. but I don't think people move here for the weather. Yeah, because my parents are here mostly because of a grandkid. Yeah, they move here but, for the grandkids. But like my dad specifically, he loves this weather compared to what. Didn't move here for the weather. I love it. Didn't I? Don't think I've ever heard a Houstonian. And we're full of transplants. And we're what? Are we? Are we the third biggest city in the country yet? Have we passed? I think numbers wise. I think numbers wise. We passed Chicago. Either we're there or we've passed them. So we're third or fourth biggest city. We're full of transplants. Biggest, you know, the the most diverse city in the country. That all great reasons to love Houston. I don't think I've ever heard a Houstonian say I moved here for the weather. It's probably true. I've never heard it. Because even though like, it's, it is nice in the winter, it, the summers the are The humidity so, is hellacious. It's brutal. The Twitchers didn't move here for work either, by the way. Because they don't work? Because they don't have jobs. Most of them don't even live here. Twitchers? Really? Yes. That's bizarre. Come on. Not most of them, but I think a good amount of our Twitchers don't even live in Houston. Huh. That's interesting. Anyways, Dana Brown. <laughs> Got sidetracked there talking about the weather. The weather's the weather. Uh, Dana Brown was on MLB Network. He had this to say about a couple of contract extensions for a couple of prominent Astros. Bregman, of course, is a little bit more urgent because he's, he's done at the end of this year. Uh, Tucker, you know, as you know, we have uh, through 325. Um, so, um, but at the end of the day, I think Tucker and Bregman, we're, we're, we're going to make, we're going to make them an offer. You know, I mean, I don't have a timeline on it right now. It's just that, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to make him some type of an offer. Um, and, and we'll see wh- where it goes from there. I mean, you know, Bregman's been outstanding here. I mean, I, I it's elite defense at third base. I, you know, I, I watched this guy play and it's like, if, the, if you hit a third base, you're out. And so he's been great for this franchise. You know, he's a really tough out. He battles his tail off. 
And, you know, at the end of the day, there's no timeline, but we'll make some type of an offer, and we got a little bit more time for Tucker. That's Dana's favorite uh, little quote, by the way. At the end of the day, he says that all the time. At the end of the day, at the end of the day. Does that move the needle on Bregman, Tucker, their obtainability? It goes back to what I said when we were talking about this. He's going to make him an offer that he can refuse. He, he's going to, he, at some point, they're going to save face by making him an offer, but it's not going to come close. I think I heard uh, Beard and uh, Connor and Beard talking on the way in that Heyman actually put in writing what we discussed last week, which is that Bregman wants 10 years and $300 million. There's no way that's happening here. Good Who wants 10 for 300? Bregman. That's silly. He's not getting that. There's no way he's getting it here, and if someone else is giving it to him, they're making a monumental mistake. I don't think he's getting that. I would. I don't think. He's I don't that. think he is either. But I think you know, if they're writing about, obviously he and Boris are going to go after that. But there's no way he's getting that here. Yeah, I mean, I, going after it and getting it are two different things. We, Hector Neris was seeking fifteen million dollars. He got right. nine for but, one. But I think that much like we've seen with all these other free agents, these bigger name free agents that have left the Astros, it's just going to be another one of those we made the obligatory yeah. offer to say that we covered our butt and we gave it a shot, but he's going to go somewhere else. It doesn't move my needle at all, at all. He, he he said that we'll make some type of offer. I think they made some type of offer to Carlos Correa. I think they made some type of offer to Justin Verlander. He left. Uh, I'm not even sure they even entertained the idea of Garrett Cole. They knew he was gone. Yeah, they knew that Garrett Cole was gone. They knew they weren't you know swinging uh, for that. They knew they weren't playing in that ballpark. So this doesn't move the needle at all for me. We'll make some type of offer. I still think that both of them ultimately will leave. For just the sake of entertainment, Joe, what is a, what does a Kyle Tucker contract look like? What are we deciding on? What are we yesing or knowing on? Kyle Tucker... Eight years, two hundred and fifty million. I was going to say he probably wants ten and three hundred too. Oh yeah, if Bergman wants that, Tuck, I, yeah. Tucker, Tucker's younger. Tucker so. has a far better chance of getting three hundred ten yeah. than Bergman does. Yeah. Do and, you think that the uh, Tucker contract will be similar to the Bellinger contract contract at all? Uh, I'm going to say no because, like, even though Cody had a very good year for the Cubs last year, he still was in a major downfall. The years two. before yeah, he was so and, and i think there's a clear like while like we pretend and some people pretend not we that the other teams in baseball didn't cheat i think there's a very clear sign that like when the dodgers were cheating it inflated bellinger for quite a while for the cubs cheating i don't maybe it wouldn't shock me if everyone's cheating again yeah. like i just i don't think i don't think tucker and bellinger are similar because tucker does not have the bad two years that bellinger did yeah that's that's kind of where i was at too bellinger is gonna be 20 is 28 He's going into his year twenty-eight year. Tucker's going to be free when he's twenty-nine, so eight years two fifty. That's over three million. That's over thirty million. Do you do that, Blankers? Over thirty a year? Yeah, two fifty divided it's, by eight. It's thirty-one. Most five. Leave me out of this. Thirty-one and a quarter. So thirty-one uh, for eight years. I mean, it's not hellacious. I just don't see him doing it. I, I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to go. Would you do it? I would not. I think I think I can replace Kyle Tucker or get, not not maybe, you know, stat for stat. I could find someone else to play right field and save that money and use it elsewhere. And, and I think that I could still be as good offensively. Yeah, I'm out on that. I'm not. I, I, Tim, I it's is it the years, the money, or both? Both. I mean, I'm committing 250 million dollars to a guy who's going to be 29 years in the first year of that contract. That's that's yeah. a lot of money. I'm committing to 30 year old ball players. I don't like doing that on long-term deals. It's a general philosophy that I have, no matter how good the player is. I'm not doing it. Sorry. Sorry. It's not personal. 
It's strictly business. Uh, 713-780-ESPN. You doing eight years, 250? Uh, these words from Dana Brown, do they encourage you that Bregman and Tucker will be signed by the Astros? Also, what was the best Super Bowl commercial? What did we think of the halftime show? You got to stop blowing up this Travis Kelsey thing. Uh, 713-780-ESPN. HRMP listener line, 713-780-3776. <laughs> Razor Blunt Commentary, delivered with a special purpose. What's happening to my special purpose? It's the Killer Bees, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5. 8881, how did you guys do on your bets? We won the football bets. Football bets we did well in. Prop bets, not so much. We didn't win a stinking prop bet. That's why you don't bet prop bets. Don't don't ever bet prop bets. Did you notice, too, the Gatorade was purple? I didn't. It was. I lost that one. That, yeah, that's crazy. You bet it? I played orange. <laughs> You're a degenerate. I do every year. Oh, you bet orange every year? Yeah. Okay. Keep up the tradition. I just, you know, like, I, it's, I don't spend a lot. I don't put a lot of money on these. Like, I don't, I did not, I made. You know what I like doing? I bet 15 bucks on, on heads. My, uh, that's stupid. That's just flat out stupid. Uh, it's whatever. <laughs> You're paying, you playing the VIG I understand. on I a 50-50 point it. flip. I get it. Ugh. And you're just nominated for car wreck of the day for no, that. No, it's fun. It's the only time of the year I go super reckless. Second time you've been nominated for Car Wreck of the Day. What? What was the first time? I forgot what Alex said, but something Alex said. Uh, three five two seven. Don't forget, July first to November first is hurricane season in Houston. So I take those days out for that reason too. That's a fair point. Zero zero one eight. My folks moved here in the eighties from Rochester, New York, because of the weather. <laughs> I, I don't believe it. I'm calling BS on that. I would imagine things have changed. I, and gotten I, a lot I'll tell worse you this. I, I didn't. Until I got the job opportunity, I, I didn't pinpoint Houston and say, that's where I want to be. But I knew I had to get the hell out of the Midwest because I hated winter. I don't blame you for that. I wouldn't want to be up in the uh, in the Midwest during winter either. The, co- I, the combination of when it's not snowing in like by by the foot, the below zero temperatures for an extended period of time, it ain't fun. I'm out on ice. Like You, you bring up ice, I'm out. I do not like that. Uh, what did you think was the best commercial yesterday? There was a couple. Um, I really like the Christopher Walken commercial where everybody was imitating his voice. Oh, I must have missed that one. It was really, I, I saw some really people good. saying that. I didn't. I, I must have been getting some. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. No matter where he went, restaurants. I think the gas grocery store, gas station, and everybody was doing the the. Oh, they did the walking. Yeah, the that's Christopher pretty Walken cool. To Christopher Walken, I loved it. I like the uh, like a good neighbor with Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger. With Arnold? Yeah, yeah. Did you like the Duncan? Uh, I was a little uh, hair. I know that one was like liked by many. In fact, I didn't really like it. I thought it was mid. I thought it was... Yeah, uh, like, in there. It was... What it was was star power. Yeah. Like, the actual content I thought was weak. Yeah. Like, I didn't... I thought it was cheesy. Like, they're wearing these NASCAR get-up suits or whatever. Like, I, I think it's... I think it did its job. I mean, I think everybody was like, oh, Duncan. And it had definitely had star power. Yeah. But I thought the actual, like, content in terms of, like, a comedy point of view, I thought was pretty mid. Yeah, I like the neighbor. The neighbor well. was great. I thought that was very funny. The neighbor was really good. Um... People had Beyonce, the uh, Beyonce for Verizon is the best one. I saw that. That yeah. was just oh, that was the one where she though. was trying to break the internet. The H E B careless whisper. Whenever they were oh, holding the yeah, coffee, when they each, yeah, <laughs> coffee, and there was yeah two different products, but yeah, the uh, the Super Bowl commercials really haven't been outstanding for years. Carl Weathers was a good touch, just because you know he passed. I was wondering when I first saw the commercial start, and I'm like, oh god, I mean, are they just gonna? They're just going to run it and act like he didn't just pass away, and then to have the in memorial uh, at the end was, was, was a nice touch. So like for me, uh, Michael Sarah was all right. The Sarah V. 
Yeah, I, I just to me the commercials are not what I'm I care about anymore. They've I, lost. I'm such a movie buff. Like I, I love comic movies and all that stuff. Like I was way more excited to see like the Deadpool thing and then you know Planet of the Apes. Like all people that were stuff. losing their mind on both sides of the fence for the Twister two or twist that twisters one, that shocked twisters. me there you go creative name twisters yeah they had the wicked preview too yeah like I, that to me i i care more about that stuff i like the big trailer drops now during the super bowl versus the commercials because oh. i'm just way more invested in are, are, the, are the are the commercials of the super bowl turning into the dunk contest in the nba i think you know what honestly i think what it is is i think we overrated it back in the day I think we grew up like making it bigger than it really was, and that they've always just been kind of okay. I think there used to be some true creativity and and real clever commercials, and that's what everybody was looking for. And, and now they, I just don't think they're very. In, they don't have that kind of clever, witty as much across the board. And people are just paying money to legit, legitimately try and get the biggest audience they can get instead of trying to be entertaining. Uh, I mean, and funny. I would I would say that they're pretty creative. I mean. Yeah. Like the Dunkin' Donuts, you might not like the like the content. That's that's pretty creative. The creative. careless whisper with the H E B. That's creative. Money Walking. grab. Sarah V. I thought was kind of funny because you have the name involved there. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like that's that to me. You bring back Danny DeVito. Like that's. I think that's creative. I just you know kind of eh, eh, not great. You know, was it Homes dot com that went nuts with? They the, spent a lot. Yeah, they were all over the place. And obviously, the Good Lord has a lot of money to spend. Yeah, well, I like that. Yeah, I know, but there was multiples. I mean, that's a huge budget. I've seen, I've seen a lot of their advertisement. Like I've seen them on billboards, like Madison Square Garden and stuff. They do a lot of TV advertising within like local teams' games. Yeah, and stuff. I see them quite a bit. Uh, two, two, three, nine—the one where everyone grew mullets. That was the Kawasaki one. Oh, that was Stone funny. Cold Steve Austin got yeah, the mullet. Good. Yeah, the dog did. Everybody did. Yeah, that one wasn't bad. Uh, three nine seven seven. Do y'all remember the Bud Bowl? They needed to bring back the Bud Bowl. Um, is that the one where the the beer bottles played football? Yeah. Yeah, they still have the that. Puppy Bowl. Oh, Paramount Plus with the throwing Hey Arnold. That was pretty good. Oh, that was good. That was a good one. <laughs> I'm not going to throw that football-shaped head. I will. <laughs> that one wasn't bad. Uh, what did you think of the halftime show? I was entertained. Um, I'm not, I wasn't the biggest Usher fan of all time, but it was at least entertaining, and it was more modern in some of the, the, the groups that they've had in the past. The, the Alicia Keys, I wasn't expecting. I We all could have predicted Little John was going to be there. Yeah. Um, but it was Little. okay. I mean, little, little, little John. Yeah, little. Sorry, I didn't emphasize enough for you. Little I mean, John. the week I don't. Little. I thought it was all right. I, I wasn't like over the moon about it. The last two years, though, I mean, they had Rihanna. Like that's pretty relevant. Yeah, Rihanna was Rihanna really was bad. And then two years and ago, they had the weekend. Still up on that platform. Yeah. And she announced her pregnancy there. I thought the the one in L.A. where Snoop and Dre and everybody. Yeah, that was that was like that. really really good. Was the weekend two years ago or three years ago? I think it was three years ago. Week, the weekend was fantastic. Yeah, the week uh, so. I think they've been relevant. Well, that was their whole goal. Was that forever in a day that they weren't relevant? They weren't. Rem- they were, you know, past their prime. Usher's twenty years past his greatest album. But yeah, the uh, my sister was really upset that they didn't bring out Justin Bieber to do a feature because he's featured on one of his songs. Oh, is he? Yeah, and they brought out all the other features, but not Bieber, even though Bieber was at the game. She was really distraught about that. He was uh, trying to. He's evidently he's trying to do the Michael Jackson thing too because he's doing the whole glove. Yeah, I saw that. Was thing. that was that an homage of him or is that he's like is that a thing that he's no, trying well, to do? Um, what's his name? Um, CBS. The Nate Burleson did a one on one with him. I'm saying for the pregame shows, the, Nate Burleson from CBS did yeah. a one on one with him, and he started with two gloves on with rings over the gloves. What? Yeah. 
and, and then on the performance started with two and got down to one, and I don't know if that was for Michael or not. The difference on the commercials is simple to me. It's social media. We didn't have that back then, and now we get advertising everywhere. They do leak also. That's before. a fair point. They did leak because, yeah, there was a couple that I saw well that they uh, released. One of the Bud Light ones or the Budweiser ones the where the, the Clydesdales get him to his stop in the snow or whatever that he had to get to. Yeah. The bar. But, yeah, they do get out quickly, and, yeah, you're right. You can do a lot more advertising on the Internet. But but that's what I'm saying. That's why you're getting down to just true people trying to reach millions and millions of people to sell their product, and they're not doing anything creative. That is the point, though. I understand <laughs> that, but I think but it's not what people have grown and been accustomed to. It's so funny. Like, I don't I, know. I would like to go back and watch an old Super Bowl just to, like, see if – I think that when we're young, we make things, like, bigger – like, it has bigger gravity – and then when we get older, we're like, okay, it doesn't have as much gravity. Like, I wonder if we go back and watch those early Super Bowls when we were young, and we're like looking at the commercials. If we're like, okay, we overrated this. Like, kind of like Saved by the Bell. Like, we liked Saved by the Bell whenever we were young. You go back and watch Saved by the Bell. You're like, what was I doing? But I think this is a terrible look, show. Look at the fair or not. I think the the perception of Super Bowl commercials is it's like a sitcom show. They're looking to get entertained for that amount of time, and they want to laugh or the they viewers. Wanna, yeah, the viewers do. Yeah, the viewers do. Because right. like it, not, not a single commercial last night. But there was like three or four funny ones yesterday. Yeah. Like if you go back and watch the 89 Super Bowl, how many I, commercials would have been funny? For sure. Probably like, three or four. Yeah, like there, but it's not about advertising. Because like not a single thing last night made me go, yeah, I want Dunkin' Donuts last night. Right. Or I'm going to go buy Paramount Plus. Like it's, like, it's a good commercial. You didn't want to shop on anything from, what is it, Timu? Timu. That thing, that thing got eviscerated by the time the Super Bowl was over. It got eviscerated Doesn't with what? Does CJ have a like, deal with huge, them now? It's a huge scam. It's like, not it's a like, scam. It's like spyware. No. Yes. No. People are like, oh, like crushing team. Like they're like, don't download it. It's not good. You don't like, have to download it. It could be a website. Like all the information you have to give. You get to, knockoffs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's definitely a knockoff thing. It's definitely yeah. not made in America, I don't think. I, yeah, that I don't know. It, d- didn't CJ have an endorsement deal with them? Timu? No, CJ Stroud, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought I saw him do an ad. Maybe it's on online. It might. He might have. I, I don't. I just don't know. Okay. Um, one seven one one. The weekend Super Bowl performance gave me motion sickness. I thought yesterday's was kind of motion sicknessy, like the way the camera was falling around. It, in yeah, it was, and then when he was on the skates and everything, and he was going around in a circle, yeah. and they were trying to follow him, and then uh, they were right in the face of Luda. He just fell when he went under that of, guy's leg. One of the dancers behind Luda did fall. Yeah, and and Usher wobbled for sure. I didn't. Yeah, when he when he did the deal where he went under the guy's legs and popped up, he looked like he had to catch himself I, I pretty know, quick. Like, maybe it's a dumb thing, but I kind of like when it, like how it started and then how Bruno Mars started too. Maybe well, or Bruno maybe it was Mars is good. Like I like how they start on the field. I just think it looks cooler than when they're on the stage. I've never even noticed that. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was cool. Huh? Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying, but like I loved all the different um, stage staged areas in uh, Snoop and Dre's. Where they staged it all like a neighborhood in L.A. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. Like, I don't know. Total Arlington, did you see the United Airlines Texans commercial? That yeah. was during the local breaks. Yeah, that was, that was but, I, I, but I'm sure they did one for every NFL yeah, they market. Yeah, they team, yeah. I would, do you think they did it? With the Friday Night Lights You think Lights they did coach? it for Green Bay? I think, yeah. I was thinking only big cities. I, they might have just said Wisconsin because it's Milwaukee and Green Bay. Yeah. But I was also thinking that they'd double up, and for L.A. and New York, they would just give the city name, and they had one less team to deal with. Yeah, just say the city. Yeah. All right. 713-780-ESPN. Let's get to our... Go ahead. Oh, by the way, I was going to say, yeah. I don't know if it's still the case. I'm curious if you guys know or, or thought about this. But going back to the weekend one, he no one gets paid for the halftime. Yeah. 
Everybody knows that. It's but that's three, crazy. <laughs> with, with all the, the, the acts that they got this year and the way that they're trying to, to upgrade it, I would think that they have to pay them. No, they're getting all this marketing. Uh, like you, the, you the, ima- a, the value yeah. of marketing they're getting they, off of that is But, but the then millions. they have to pay for all the stage and all the other stuff, like and all that, right? I think so. I mean, the marketing is worth its weight in gold. But that's fine. But that, but then I'm saying, but then they they can't be responsible for their stage and the performance and yeah, the setup and all that. I don't know. I don't know who the cost. There's got to be at least a kind of a, a common. They, they definitely shouldn't be spending money. Right. I have no problem doing it for free because you're getting all this exposure. It's the same reason you go on the Letterman show. You know, they don't pay you to it's be on the Letterman like, show. You're getting promotion. You're getting marketing. You're getting exposure. It's not like Usher needed anything. But did you notice when he dropped his latest album? What was it? Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he's got a residency in Vegas, and he's rolling in it whether the album does well or not. But it, he's in a spike. What, what, which hotel is he at? Uh, I, I, he did it as That's part of the thing. I need to get a residency in Vegas. How do I go about doing that? You need talent. <laughs> oh. Well played. <laughs> Let's get to our car. I can do VEASAN inside the Circa. We did radio in the Circa once upon a time. That's kind of like a residency true. for a couple of days. It's a pretty sick We had a two-, three-day residency. There's some talent. All right, let's get to our car wreck of the day. What are you nominating for the car wreck of the day? 713-780-3776. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. I've been telling you for what seems like years that Gentle Ben is the best, and it is. Gentle Ben's the best. We got asked earlier, what did we have to drink last night? Well, you know the answer for me, Gentle Ben. Whether it's the vodka, gin, straight bourbon whiskey, or cast-strength bourbon, it's all top shelf, and it starts with the finest ingredients, classic time-honored distilling methods. Gentle Ben uses a revolutionary technology that eliminates impurities for the cleanest, smoothest spirits that you will ever taste. Watch that chair there. Uh, one of the things you'll love that's not in Gentle Bin are the harsh solvents, nasty elements that don't belong in your spirits, and they don't in Gentle Bin. You already knew that, though. You get all the flavor with none of the burn, unparalleled smoothness, and an enjoyable drinking experience. The next time you head to dinner or go to your favorite bar, ask for Gentle Bin. Look for Gentle Bin at the liquor store. Uh, pick up a bottle or two today. If you're looking for plans, how about you head to the Gentle Bin tasting room? It's a great way to spend a little bit of time. If you're headed to the Rockets game soon or a concert inside the Toyota Center, stop by Ben's Bar on the way to your seat. Or you can just go to GentleBin.com. You can learn their incredible story, and you can order straight from the website. You can have any of that, the vodka, the gin, the, the whiskey, the bourbon, uh, delivered straight to your doorstep. Just head to GentleBin.com and order now. GentleBin, all of the flavor with none of the burn. All right. My broken. The oh, coming through. Let me see. Let me see. This is the car wreck of the day brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. All right, what do we nominate for car wreck of the day? 713-780-3776. Blankers, why don't you do the honors? I had a couple. Um, I'll start with the fact that uh, the Phoenix Open needs to take it down a notch. It's one thing to know that they had that stadium set up for the par three and it's a raucous environment and we know that people drink a little bit. But when you start yelling in guys' backswings and being belligerent to players that are trying to earn a check and make money and they had to literally stop allowing people on the grounds of the golf tournament because it was too unruly, that might be a bit much. I disagree. Couldn't disagree more. I love the environment in the stadium, Rob, but you can't be yelling in guys' backswings. D- couldn't disagree more. I think golfers and are fighting. soft. Eh, fights are fun. Golfers are so soft. Like, could you imagine if we used these rules in golf, what fans can and cannot do in other sports? Like, when a guy's shooting a free throw at Allen Fieldhouse, everybody has to be silent and remain still. 
Like, think about that. Think about that. That's what they're asking golf fans to do. Hey, everybody in the student section, shh, don't move. He's about to shoot a free throw. That's what they do in golf. Or the whole backswing. Like, could you imagine there's a guy shooting a three in the NBA, the opposing team shooting a three? Hey, don't don't say anything. He's shooting the basketball. Golfers but are so soft. But there's there's that environment the entire game in basketball, baseball, or basketball and football, especially. Yeah, it's fun. In, in golf, I mean, that's the way the sport's always been paid. And, and it's, the it's, guys are getting their money no matter how they perform in golf. Your performance is how you get your money. And if eh, you're concentrating sponsors. on your swing, yeah, they do, but you, the majority of your money, you're getting it from winning tournaments or winning money in tournaments. And, like, right when the guy's in the middle of his backswing, you're like, ah, ah. If Why can somebody swing a baseball bat, throw a pitch? Why can somebody throw a football, catch a punt? Why can somebody shoot a free throw, shoot a three with noise? But a golfer can't take a swing with a little bit of noise in their backswing. That is so There's a difference soft. between a little bit and guys, like, waiting till you're at the peak of your that's what, that's what they do there in free throws. You, you shoot a free throw in an opposing gym, they're yelling at you. But there's a, I mean, there's a lot of noise in that, that environment the entire time. There's not when guys are hitting shots normally. So what? Like, it makes it fun. Like, you want golf to be entertaining? Let them yell in their backswing. Let them distract them behind the line of their putt. Like, complaining about this is so silly. Let them have a little bit of fun. Fact- you have people at your tournament watching you play, and you're yelling at them for coming to watch you play. <laughs> It's crazy. Like, okay, let's have nobody cheer. Let's. You can't say a word. You can't move. It's why golf no one goes to. It's a dying sport. I love golf. I love golf. Allow a little bit of fan engagement, for goodness sakes. They're cussing There's fans out for moving. Are you kidding? You're cussing somebody out moving. for moving. I don't care about that. Billy Horschel did that. Billy Horschel F-bombed somebody for, like, making a noise during the opponent's backswing. Like, what other sport in the world does that exist? When you've got fights going on while the golf is going on, and they have to literally shut the doors down of the tournament. Welcome to good sports in America. Because it's like, to me, every single football stadium has a fight. People are there. It's no different than, like, what would have happened that happened last night in the Super Bowl. You got a drunk fan running into the sand trap to do uh, snow angels or, or sand angels. You got drunk fans running on the field in the middle of a play last night. Like, what's the difference? Yeah, what's the difference? Okay, I'm in the minority here. I, just, like, I, I, think, I think they took I, it too far. I just think the people who like want golf to be that like are too pretentious. I, I so. love the stadium atmosphere and booing when they hit a bad shot. Like after the shot's made, I just don't think it's fair when guys are trying to make their living swinging a golf club that you yell in their back swings and are like intentionally trying to screw them up. I don't yeah, think I just, Zach Johnson and Billy Herschel are struggling for money. Yeah, I just, I, th- I just don't and think it's that it, different. And if that's how they make money. People watching the, the one sport, kid and they don't, the, they're telling people was the to qualifier, stop. and I think that's the one Herschel, Horschel was trying to stick up for. Yeah, okay, but like, we made the cut. He's getting, on the weekend. But He's like getting the, a check. Like, that's me. Really, like, there should be a difference between, like, it, it just being the most boring environment ever and then just throwing out the fans. Like, th- those are bad fans. Those fans should get thrown out in no matter what venue they're in, right? Like, the fighting, the over-drinking, all right. that stuff. Like, but... I think golf could use some of this. Just like, the unwritten rules in golf. Think about so applying many. them to other sports. You can't make noise when people are at the free throw line. Because like you don't want your you you, like you don't want your fans chanting you know super loud when your team is taking a free throw when your team's on offense. But like it still happens. King's nominating me for saying Pat Mahomes is more talented than Joe Montana. I'll die on that hill. You got some nominees, Joe. That's a weird one to. Um, he, he, well, I think King's a little. I think he might have had a crush on Montana back in the day. Is King older than I thought he was? King's very old. Yeah, uh, I guess I didn't realize. I that. think King's like Blanker's age. Does he live here? 
I think he. Oh, well, Alex nominating Joe for saying the Twitchers don't live in Houston. He's saying Some they do don't. live in Houston. Not all of them. I think you said most. You kind of well, did. Joe yeah. betting on the coin flip needs to be nominated. Why? For car wreck of the day. Because you're playing big on a 50-50 toss-up. Do Niners players that don't understand overtime rules? They belong oh, yeah. there. I, I put that on Shanahan. I put that on Shanahan. But, well, however, whoever you put it on, that's Shanahan. inexcusable in the Super Bowl. I agree. I'm putting that on Shanahan, though. That's a coach's responsibility to turn over every stone. Yeah, I'm not um, saying it's the player's fault, but I'm just saying the fact that they didn't know the, the rules. Yeah, that's absolutely. ridiculous. Yeah, I'm putting it on Shanahan. Like, absolutely. Uh, Jackson Mahomes for getting turned down from uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife's little get-together that they had at some club during Super Bowl week. That was hilarious. They don't, they don't want him there. C.J. Stroud, you probably want to nominate I thought that was. Stroud, I huh? thought that was previously... That was, was at a concert no, there previously. Was a, no, there's another one this weekend. Oh, because she looked at him. The one, the, there's the one that I saw. She looked at him. She's like, "Oh well," and she just kept yeah, going. That was the one. That's from, one like, I that's saw this weekend. Okay, was it this weekend? I think it was. It could have. I mean, it's the internet. It could be. Could have been a year ago. And then, see, I think you wanted to nominate C.J. Stroud for saying that Curry would give Jordan the business. Yeah, give Jordan the business. All right, what's winning? Me for nominating the freaking. Uh, no, Phoenix you can, Open. You can give your nomination. No, I don't think it's a disagree. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna. I, I think we're gonna win. I, I would go 49ers coaches for not having their players ready. I go Kyle Shanahan. That's fair. I like Kyle Shanahan for winning because he deserves a car wreck of the day for a lot of reasons yesterday. Although not kicking and not not taking the ball in overtime, that, no, that was I actually, fine to me. I like that too. But everybody should know the overtime rules once you get to the Super Bowl. All right, that does it for us, Joe. You coming up next, right? You're working. Be well, back. That's good. Ryan McDonald is back. All right, does it for us. Thanks to Joe for doing all the hard work. He's blank on Brandon. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Houston, at the bullpen. Joe George, Ryan McDonald, up next on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5.